Hello and welcome to our third podcast in our Beginners Spanish from Scratch series at Spanish Obsessed. We hope you've done your homework from the last couple of podcasts and memorised all of the phrases from the last few weeks. If, however, you haven't, then do check out a couple of articles which we'll put below this podcast for techniques for how to make this easier for yourself. So today, Liz and I would like to buy you a coffee. We're going to talk about a couple of ways you can say that you want something, like a coffee or a beer in a cafe, as well as what to expect in a typical Spanish bar or cafe, as well as a Colombian one, which is where Liz is from, if you're feeling a little bit more adventurous. As always, don't forget to check the accompanying materials below this podcast and do let us know your thoughts in the comments section as well. So in our conversation today, Liz has just gone into a cafe. Hola, Liz. Hola, hola a todos. And Rob, that's me, is the waiter. Hola, ¿qué te pongo? Buenas, ¿me pones dos cortados y un café con leche? Por favor. Dos cortados y un café con leche. ¿Quieres algo más? No, ya está. Gracias. Okay, and now we're going to repeat the conversation, this time leaving little pause afterwards for you to repeat and see if you can guess what we're saying. Hola, ¿qué te pongo? Buenas, ¿me pones dos cortados y un café con leche, por favor? Dos cortados y un café con leche. ¿Quieres algo más? No, ya está. Gracias. Okay, before we dive into the language, I think it's interesting to talk about the Spanish cafe culture and how that's a little bit different to the English cafe culture. And certainly Colombian and South American cafes are completely different. So in my experience, I would say that as English people, one of the mistakes we can sometimes make is not actually got anything to do with language at all. In Spanish cafes, as soon as you go in, you should take a seat. So you don't need to go up to the bar or anything like that. And there's always table service, so that's the first thing. Secondly, sometimes Spanish waiters or barmen can seem a little bit abrupt to us, a little bit sharp. We're used to service with a smile in England. I'd say in Spain they're not exactly rude, but they can seem a little bit honest, let's say. How about in Colombia, Liz? Mm, I think in Colombia the customer service have to be very friendly and smiley all the time. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a bit similar, but do, not too much. <laughs> do they have table service? Yes, we have. Okay, so you can just go in and sit down, you don't need to... Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Alright, so on to the language. So the first thing the waiter, that's me, said was ¿Qué te pongo? ¿Qué te pongo? So you can remember what ¿Qué means, that's what, and ¿Te is you? So you remember last podcast we said que te gusta, which means what do you like. This time it's que te pongo. So pongo is a new word. And you remember that there are three types of verbs in the infinitive form. We've got er, 
AR and IR. And Pongo comes from the first type, which is ER. So the full infinitive is poned. So what we've done is we've conjugated the verb. So it's Pongo for the first person. So you conjugate for I. So literally, the waiter here is saying, what do I put you? Que te pongo? It sounds a little bit strange to us, but it is totally correct. And then Liz said... Buenas. Yeah, so buenas is a really good way of saying hello. If you're not sure if it's afternoon or morning or evening, you yeah. can just say buenas because you're not saying buenas noches or buenas tardes. You're just saying buenas. So if yeah, also in, in Colombia we use a lot this word when you arrive anywhere. Or we just say buenas. Buenas. Yeah, <laughs> really hello, good. buenas. And then she used the same verb, poned, but she didn't say yo pongo. She said... Me pones. Me pones. So, me is me, and pones is again conjugated, but it's not pongo, it's pones. So, that's conjugated for tu. So, yo is I, yo pongo, and tu... Pones. Pones, yeah. So, she's saying to the waiter, literally, you put me, which again sounds a little bit strange <laughs> to us, but it's perfectly normal over there. Yeah. Me pones... What was it? Me pones dos cortados y un café con leche. Do you have cortados in Colombia? Mm, different name. No, cortados. We don't call it like that. We call it like a espresso. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So I think cortado is a type of coffee which is specially for Spain. Mm. And it literally means cut. So... It's an espresso cut with milk. So you got a little bit of milk. It's my personal favourite coffee. Mm -hmm. And she said, dos cortados y... Un café con leche. Un café con leche. So that's a coffee with milk, which is like a cappuccino. And then I repeated that. I said, dos cortados y un café con leche. Then I said, quieres algo más? Which means, do you want anything else? Quieres algo más? Or you could often say, algo más. They often say that, don't they? Without quieres. And quieres, again, has been conjugated. It comes from the full verb, querer, which means to want. So, just like pones for two, I said, quieres. Do you want algo más? Do you want anything else? And then finally, Liz said, Ya está. Gracias. <laughs> Yes. So this is yasta. That's actually two words. It sounds like one word. Yeah. So ya está. It's actually ya and esta, which means that's all. Really, really useful phrase. Yasta. So ya esta. Put them together. Yasta. And finished with gracias. Gracias, which means thank you. Very important. Okay. So see if you can guess what the following phrases mean in English, using vocabulary that we've just learnt. Me pones tres cortados, por favor. Me pones tres cortados, por favor. So that means, can I have three cortados, please? And the next one. <laughs> Me pones cuatro cervezas, por favor. Me pones 
cuatro cervezas, por favor? Can I have four beers, please? So, cerveza is beer. It's yeah. a very important one to know. <laughs> yeah. I prefer that one, that coffee. <laughs> ¿Nos pones una botella de agua, por favor? ¿Nos pones una botella de agua, por favor? Can we have a bottle of water, please? So this is slightly different. Instead of saying me pones, which means give me or can I have, we're saying give us. So nos is us. So nos pones, you put us. Una botella de agua, a bottle of water. And water is pronounced agua. Even though it's spelt A-G-U-A, it's like a W, isn't it? Agua. Agua. But you don't say the G. Agua. Agua. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> and also, agua uh, sounds like a female word, but you said el agua. Oh, very good. Mm. Yeah. So, you don't say la agua. Exactly. It's el agua. Okay. So now, we're going to test your memory. We're going to repeat our earlier conversation in English, and then now see if you can finish the sentence or fill in the silence with Spanish. So repeat what we say in English in Spanish. And then we'll tell you the correct version in Spanish, which you can then repeat. Hi, what would you like? Hola, ¿qué te pongo? Hello, can I have two cortados and one white coffee? Buenas, me pones dos cortados y un café con leche, por favor. Do you want anything else? ¿Quieres algo más? No, that's all, thanks. No, ya está. Gracias. Okay, so we've covered a couple of ways you can ask for something. You can say, me pones... And then you say what you want. So, me pones dos cervezas. Or, me pones un cortado. Or, if there's more than one of you, you say, nos pones. However, there's loads of other ways you can ask for things. But what you can't say is literally, can I have? Which is, puedo tener. You cannot literally translate that because it sounds like you're asking for permission to have something. So, you need to be a little bit more abrupt for our English is. And here's a few more cool ways that you can ask for things. So the first one is... Dame. 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 So that literally means give me, which sounds quite rude. But you can say that, can't you? It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So dame... Una cerveza. Una cerveza. Give me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the next one? Ponme. Ponme. Which literally means put me. You're, so you're, it's like a command. Put me. Ponme una cerveza. Put me a beer. Again, it sounds a little bit rude, but it's perfectly normal. Is that right? Yeah, it's yeah. right. Okay. What about the next one? Me traes. Me traes. 
So me traes. So this is you bring me. Can you bring me? Me traes. Mm. Me traes una cerveza. Can you bring por me? Por favor. Sorry. Por favor. <laughs> yeah, because if you if you don't say please or por favor, it's gonna be rude. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, quite like a order. So even if you say to someone, dame, give me a bit, dame una cerveza, is that rude? Mm. Sounds quite unpolite. Really? Yeah, I prefer to say, por favor. Oh, very good. Liz is very polite then. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. And then finally, Mm. something they use in South American Colombian quite a lot. This is very normal for me. (laughs) Is? Me regalas. Me regalas. Regalas. Me regalas. So that means that regalar, which is the infinitive, means to give like a gift, right? Yeah. So when you give someone a present, you regalar yeah. someone something. Something free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be nice. You <laughs> yeah. So you're saying, would you would you gift me, or be, would you be so kind as to give me something? Me regalas una cerveza. They don't tend to use this in Spain, but in South mm. America it's used a lot. And it's nice, I like it. Yeah, you like it, yeah. Me regalas un café. Okay, so we've equipped you with a few phrases and a little bit of grammar for when you go into a café. Make sure you take a dictionary, because generally the menus have a huge number of dishes in, which we couldn't cover here today. As always, our materials are beneath this podcast on spanishobsessed.com but for now from me rob hasta luego and from liz gracias y adiós